It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's a look at the SO postcode, what's going on, who's doing what and wherever, and it's hosted by her, Zoe Hanson. It sounds so gossipy. And him, Simon Clark. <laughs> this week, we're excited for a new place for talent to get heard. Any local artists, musicians, entertainers, get in contact because, you know, we really want to involve you in this. This is a local thing. This is for the people of Southampton. And a new telling of an old familiar story coming to the stage at Mast Mayflower Studios. It's just kind of like banger after banger. There's such, such good songs and it's like, this is a show-stopping song, then the next one is, then the next one is. It got cold, didn't it? It got cold and I've been saying this for about 10 days. It felt snowy. Right, without snow being around. <laughs> There's just this weird darkness and this weird bitterness in the air. You've turned into my mum. She I always used to say, oh, you can tell there's snow in the sky. <laughs> right? Look, I've always been a nan. Like, the amount of tea I drink. I've always been a grandmother. But you could tell. I said, it feels snowy, doesn't it? And people are looking at me like, you're so weird if they're under... 55 <laughs> but then and i didn't believe it when when the southern daily echo are putting out you know social posts saying snow warning for wednesday i'm thinking well that's not gonna snow is it you know and even when you look on the weather map it says snow and i'm like well there's a chance of three snowflakes so the problem we're in now in this is that they want headlines that will make you click the article. And they know that we are all basically 13. Yeah. So if they tell us it's going to snow, we're like, really? Oh, I know. wow. I know. And, and the thing is, when there's the prospect of snow, I do turn into a 13-year-old. It's like when I was at school. I can't walk past a window without looking outside just to see whether it where? might have started snowing. <laughs> but also, a friend of mine, she came to see me the other day and she was like, they've predicted 24 inches of snow. And I'm like... For Scotland in the Highlands, not for Southampton. It is not going to happen. One of the things I used to love the most when it snowed is getting up in the middle of the night. And maybe that's a hang up to the fact that you and I would have to get up early for work. Yeah. You get up in the middle of the night just to have a look to see whether it was snowing. Yeah, yeah. Your entire routine would be completely thrown out the window if it was because you'd have to add in Your an car's extra parked in the wrong place. 15 minutes here just yeah, to do yeah. this, that, and the other. Anyway, I used to love looking out the window and in the beam of light from the street lamp outside, yeah. you just see the flakes falling. It's oh, yeah. Dead quiet. It's just you and the snowflakes falling in that beam. Of course, you can't do that anymore because they turn the lights off at night. Well, and you know what? There was no silence. There was no lovely flakes falling from the sky. I got this. Mummy! Mummy! It snowed! <laughs> that was just before half past six this morning. And so then she put some pyjamas on and went out in the snow. And I'm sort of pleased that she did. I know she's out there at half past six. I don't think the neighbours will be very happy with us. But she's made a snowman and it still lives on. I when I walked into your house and looked out through the conservatory, I thought, oh, this is made a snowman. She must have got up at five in the morning. <laughs> She was out there and, she, and, and actually we walked to school 10 minutes early so she could play with the snow on the way. <laughs> and on the way it had already become slush. And I'm like, uh, look, dogs go over there. Don't, <laughs> don't pick that snow up. Leave that one there. It may have been said before that I'm a genius. This is my tip for taking kids out into the snow. You put their warm, woolly gloves on. 
over the top of the warm woolly gloves, you put rubber gloves. Genius. <laughs> he did. He thought, hang on, that is. That's genius. So, Litlin, I mean, she's 10 now, but when she was four, her in yellow marigold rubber gloves <laughs> out in the snow did look utterly hilarious. Well, she was about to perform some kind of procedure. <laughs> Beyond making a snowman. Yeah, right. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Now, this is quite exciting. There is a new market coming to the city and it promises to be more than just somewhere to shop. You'll be able to discover new talent there as well. Here's Oz from The Village Pop-Up to tell us more. So we run markets. We've built a reputation over the last 10 years um, running markets all across Hampshire, namely in Southampton and Portsmouth, pop-up markets. And we've just taken over the running of the weekly market in Southampton city centre. This is outside the Bargate, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's situated around a beautiful monument of the Bargate. And what we're trying to do is revamp it because it hasn't been where it should be for the last uh, few years. So we want to make a beautiful destination for the beautiful people of Southampton and to give them the market that they deserve. You guys were involved in the Bedford Place Christmas market and that was stunning. It was brilliant. So much fun. Yeah, glad you really liked that. Um, So yeah, it's just carrying on with that. We've got a good relationship with the council. They've obviously seen what we've been doing and um, they have a lot of faith in us. So they've allowed us this opportunity and we're so grateful and, um, you know, we're going to do everything in our power to not let them down and and really make it something special. So this is a weekly market. What can we expect to see there? Um, It's every Friday and Saturday, 9am to 5pm. Although, you know, extended hours are coming soon. And what you can expect are different sections so the market's going to be divided into different sections so as you come down from the high street facing the two lines and the bar gate you're going to have the food village what kind of food what kind of food what kind of food (laughs) so we're trying to bring the street food um essence to southampton um so you know I've lived in London for most of my life and I know um, quite a few street food markets there and that's the idea we're trying to really bring to um, Southampton. So we're going to have the food village there and we've got, you know, Korean food already signed up, Greek food. Um, We're signing up Caribbean food um, and other different types. We've got a dessert section as well. So crepes, brownies, things like that. What else is going on? Basically, we're going to have a maker's uh, market on the other side as well. So um, anybody that makes art arts and crafts um, or anything else that's interesting you know we want you to get in touch and we want to host you we're also going to have a retail village so we're going to have some clothes uh, traders as well we're going to have a fresh produce area so we're actually currently on the lookout for anyone who does uh, fruit and veg or anything else related to fresh produce so please get in touch if you do and there's going to be an entertainment uh, area on the other side of the bar gate um, really because we want to really increase the footfall on that side of town because it's sort of tailed off in the last few years and we believe that we can bring it back to where it once used to be. That's what really sort of set the Bedford Place market alive was I think they had Lindy Hop there and some DJs on and just creates that atmosphere it just lifts everything doesn't it yeah exactly music's a core part of what we do um i don't think i can go into why here right now because uh, i'll be here all day but um you know it always brings people out and you know any local artists musicians entertainers get in contact because you know we really want to involve you in this this is a local thing this is for the people of southampton and all of her visitors and yeah we want to make southampton proud again will they have a stall that sells 
olives and pickles. Yeah, That's the rules these days, aren't they? <laughs> Isn't it just? But it sounds like such a brilliant thing. And actually, the centre of Southampton could really do with it. Sounds like it's going to just lift everything. The So So Show. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. <laughs> Love's all around us, right. everywhere you go. No, the excitement... Oh. When BP Scholing, the best garage in the world, emailed me. Nice. What? I'm like, oh my gosh. When the manager of your favourite garage gets in touch with you, it's like Plan B, it's like Elvis has got in touch, it's your favourite pop star. Could you hear like a choir of angels when you hit <laughs> open? I certainly did when I went there because, bless him, the manager of BP Scholing, said, I've sorted out a few little products for you, Zoe. So normally when someone says that, (laughs) you've been in a beautician spa (laughs) or you blagged a meal somewhere. (laughs) And this is is product that's been sorted out for you in a garage. Yeah, but this is no normal garage, though. No bags of charcoal. Did you come out with a couple of litres of windscreen wash? No, I didn't do any of that stuff. Right, Simon, I have got to take you there. I've got to take you there to see your face when you see what happens and what goes on in BP Showling. Because the drinks are just incredible. The Tango Ice Blast. There's a Hershey's Milkshake Bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now look at his face. Look at his face. Now he's like, yeah, I'm bought in. (laughs) And, And within in the bag of goodies, they've given us a couple of the TikTok challenges that are going on at the moment. So there is the hot chip challenge. Okay, so this comes in a little box. It looks like the box makes it look like... Um, coffin. Yeah, it's a coffin, <laughs> but it looks as if it might be a Turkish delight in there. But it's not. I've seen the hot chip challenge on TikTok now. There's a glove in there to take the chip out and there is one chip right so simon you and i in the next few days we're going to try this challenge all right and okay. watch out on our socials because i think this is going to be very very funny and and then there's some other challenges as well but while we're talking about the hot chip challenge can i just tell you what happened a couple of weeks ago uh, my daughter has sort of started walking home from school on her own the deal is she gets in from school she rings me just to say i'm home and then i say to her right yeah i'll be back in half an hour so i'm out at a meeting and i pick the phone up and there she is and i say hello darling how are you you all right you had a good day and she goes not really and I'm like oh gosh what she goes you know your peppers what do you mean you know your peppers in the kitchen no what what are you talking about you know on the plant what the chilli plant (laughs) yeah I ate one of them what you've been in from school for two seconds you've bypassed the 54 snacks that I put out for you and you've gone to the chilli plant that's been there for two years and you've never gone anywhere near (laughs) and you've eaten a chilli. Yeah, I have, yeah. And my mouth's on fire. And I said, right, get yourself into the fridge, eat a couple of yoghurts and then (laughs) ring me back. Oh, my God. Just why? And for the people sat opposite you, that's probably the first time there's ever been a meeting where someone has had to give first aid. (laughs) Over the phone, halfway through. And it's a yoghurt. <laughs> While we're talking about kids, at the older end of the spectrum, I went shopping in West Key with my 19-year-old the other day. Oh, yes. I haven't been to West Key shopping in 
ages. Because, right. you know, I'm a bit lazy, bit time poor, buy everything online. Yeah. Haven't really been in the town in the daylight hours in ages. But she was like, come on, Dad, I haven't seen you for a week because she's been house-sitting for yeah. a friend. All right, I'll come with you. That's fine. I drove. So shopping involved... Walking around Zara, yeah, couldn't find anything she wanted. Yeah, so we stand in a queue to take back something that she'd bought already. She decided actually wasn't fit right. for her anyway. Only on the way out, after standing in a queue for ages, <laughs> does she see loads of stuff that she wants. She couldn't find anything she wanted on the way in, but on the way out, there must have been about four or five things she would have bought just like that. And I think that's probably Sod's Law. Yeah, actually, <laughs> something else I discovered while I was out. Yes, they found where the light switches are in Hollister. Oh yeah, good. Because the last time I went in Hollister, I needed a head torch. <laughs> but now they've obviously thought maybe if we if we let people see things a bit, maybe we'll sell more. And did they allow you in? Uh, no, I just walked past <laughs> because that was the shop that we went to after the following conversation took place. Right. I'm in a shop. I'm looking at some bits and pieces. She just slides over to me. She says, saw a boy my age wearing that the other day. Don't buy it. <laughs> and this is why I do my shopping online on my own. And you know the rule, don't you, Simon? If you wore it the first time around, you do not wear it the second <laughs> time around. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. This week, we are excited for another new show, which will be debuting in Southampton. And it's another show that tells a familiar story from a fresh perspective. Renee Lamb plays Jean in Cake the Musical. So it's a brand new piece that's coming to the Southampton Mast. It's our first stop that we're going to make. So it's really amazing. Yeah, it's super exciting. And it's basically a new musical um, revolving kind of around Marie Antoinette, the retelling of that kind of famous historical moment, but in our own little way, without giving too much away, is is pretty fantastic. It's The writers are so talented and it's so exciting, you know, how everyone's come together, Drew McConey, our choreographer and director, and how they've all worked together to make such an exciting piece of new theatre, new British musical theatre as well. It's, it's really exciting. It's really poignant that you are coming to Mast Mayflower Studios as the first stop because... I think there's been so many shows that have launched from there or that's been the first place that they've come to and it's becoming this sort of launch pad for these incredible shows so I remember that fantastically great women that changed the world was first on at mast those shows those sort of female driven female led shows that have got all of the comedy and all of the sass in there are just really flying at the moment, like six. Six is mm-hmm. huge. It is. It's massive. It's so exciting as well. I mean, with Fantastically Great Women, I think Southampton Mast was a co-producer, which is so exciting. And, you know, I think we were one of the first shows there after the refurb. The actual theatre is so beautiful as well, you know? Yeah. It's like beautiful studio theatre. But yeah, like you say, you know, these shows, it's about time we told these stories, you know, and we told them correctly from the correct point of view, you know, or even just from a different point of view than, than what we've been yeah. used to over the years. It's, it's so exciting. And, and I love, I kind of love being involved in them and seeing like all these people, especially women um, in the audience, you know, feeling seen. It's just such a beautiful yeah. thing. Who would you say, this would appeal most to and what do you want them to feel on the night oh gosh well what i will say is that from rehearsing it it's just kind of like 
banger after banger. There's such, such good songs. And it's like, <laughs> this is a show-stopping song. Then the next one is, then the next one is. And our cast are just incredible. Every single person is working so hard. So what I would say is expect the unexpected, definitely. You expect to come and see a show about Marie Antoinette, which is true to a certain extent. But like I said, you know, it's the retelling of history. And a lot of people, myself, I've done a lot of research now, but I didn't know much about it at all. And even historians argue about the actual factual truth of what happened during that era of time, the French Revolution, you know? So just expect the unexpected, but expect an absolutely okay. fantastic night out. I love how history is getting rewritten from different perspectives. Yes. I absolutely love it. And actually, you know, it's... International Women's Day this week and coming from, you know, six comes from the woman's perspective, you know, the Henry VIII's wives, you know, it's written from their perspective. I don't even care how close to the truth it is or not. Um, this is written from the woman's perspective. I don't really know the story of Marie Antoinette and I'm going to have to go and look it up before I go and see the show because then you understand it a bit more, don't you? So Cake is about Marie Antoinette from the famous Let Them Eat Cake line. Yes, yes. Will they be doing one about Joan of Arc called Can You Smell Burning? <laughs> There's bound to be a Joan of Arc musical at some point. If they're going to carry on with this rewriting stuff about female characters. He's full of the ideas, honestly. He's, a, he's available for hire. <laughs> and the music takes care of itself. You could have Nelly hot in here. <laughs> You could have uh, this girl is on fire. Alicia Keys. There you go. That's probably the the, the, the song for the big number when they yeah. do Joan of Arc the musical. Southampton's podcast, the So So Show. A bit of cafe news. Oh, exciting. Yes. So this is very exciting, actually. So the Nautical Mile Cafe. So this is the one in the park in the centre of Southampton, straight across from Solent University. Gotcha. In the park there. It sort of looks like it might be tennis court changing rooms or something <laughs> like that. But it's called the Nautical Mile Cafe and it has reopened. It's been closed for a few years and now it's reopened and apparently it's absolutely marvellous. So there's one to put on the list. And I think Nautical Mile Cafe might be one of those places be really nice to take your mum for Mother's Day, you know? Aww. Cup of tea, bit of cake, all that. And she'll think that you're just going to uh, hire some deck chairs <laughs> until she gets there and realises it's the cafe. Yeah. The other cafe, only take your mum there if she's going to understand it and get it, okay, right? right? This is called the Rude Cafe. Bit further out, this is at Park Gate. It's called the Rude Cafe and Wine Bar. When you order a coffee from this place, they put incredibly rude messages on the top. <laughs> so you know how you get the coffee art? Yeah. Or latte art? They just put abuse on theirs. Yeah. Is it like Can staffed I... by Rude Kid from Viz? Yes, this is about, it's a bit like that. Can I say some of these? Will you just bleep it out? Yeah. Okay, right. Let's just go for it then. Right. So my mate had a coffee and at the top of it said, it's. <laughs> While I was in there, somebody had a coffee and it said, off your f***. <laughs> if ever there was a way of making your beverages Instagrammable, it's putting rude things on top of it. What a great name. I thought when you said Rude Cafe, all they were going to do is like hide whoopee cushions under the cushions on the seat or something. <laughs> that's got to be their next move, hasn't it? <laughs> you walk in, you order a coffee that's got an abusive message on the top of it. And then when yeah. you take a seat, you just don't quite know whether it's going <laughs> to fart at you or not. 
But you know what? The other thing is, is that they do amazing, like phenomenal cakes and brunch and all of that in there, like out of this world. The So So Show. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. What's going on, Zoe? Right, this is brilliant and this is very exciting. Sea Southampton have launched the Accessible Trail for All. These are maps and they are called Parks to Port and they will take you all the way around the city centre, finding, pointing out all of the historical places and uh, different trails to follow and this is accessible for all that's brilliant and i'm guessing really handy as well for anyone who's stepping off a cruise ship and has 24 hours to kill in southampton absolutely so you can get those maps wherever they're called parks to port and they're really worth picking up even if it's just to go for a little wander around town in the easter holidays exciting news if you're a fan of live music smoked and uncut is returning to the new forest for its oh yeah year this is a family friendly festival that's held at Limewood for the 10th year. They've got Khalees and Gabrielle as their headline act. Nice! That's on the 8th of July at Limewood. Smoked and uncut back for its 10th anniversary year. This one's a little bit different. This is Testwood Lakes Wildlife Rangers. This is a monthly group that meets um, and they do wildlife identification, they do bushcraft and practical conservation. So get in touch with Testwood Lakes if you want to join in. I think you've got to be sort of uh, a mid-teens age. I was so looking forward to this, but I've missed out. At the joiners, the fun-loving criminals are on. No. Sold out. 3rd of May. So... This is my little plea. I know that we're doing the what's ons, but if anybody's got a spare ticket or somebody falls ill, shout me. <laughs> they would be epic, the fun-loving criminals. Always are. They're so good. And another thing, you know, we were talking about the Rude Cafe. Yeah. Right. I quite like these places where they're rude to you on purpose. <laughs> Not just the ones that... Not just the ones with bad customer service. Yeah, exactly. But intentionally rude. Okay. Exactly. Intentionally rude. That is what Karen's Diner is all about. And Karen's Diner on tour comes to the Orange Rooms for three days. 24th to the 26th of March. And it's going to be epic. Congratulations to our winners of the Metrics Brunch that we gave away on the podcast last week. Keep an eye on our socials and you could be winning a bag of swag from the best garage in the world. Oh, yeah. So if you're not following us on Twitter, on Instagram and on Facebook, make sure you do find us on our socials. And if you haven't left a review yet, it would make our day if you were able to do that. Go to wherever you get your podcast from, whichever platform you enjoy this podcast via. If you could leave us a review, that would be absolutely fantastic. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Hold up. 